Greetings and salutations, nerds. This is Praying for Superpowers. A show about the deeper meanings, messages, and intricacies hidden within nerd culture. I'm Peter Jordahl. And I'm Trevor Sharon. And today we're with Shane Stewart talking about Black Captain America. That's right. Who I'm sure you haven't heard of. <laughs> and there's a reason. So why haven't... We heard from about Black Captain America before. Honestly, uh, it was brought up during a time in where uh, ideas were being thrown up against the wall uh, from Marvel, from Bill Jemis at the time, and they wanted to see what stuff would stick. And the fantastical idea was, what if Captain America was black? And it was actually laughed off in the, from a couple people, but... At the time, they really wanted to go ahead and run with as many ideas as they can, and they chose to run with that one and to really dive into what um, what would that look like, what that could be based off of, and that led to the Tuskegee syphilis study, uh, 19, 1932. So, yeah. 1932 to 1972. This happened over 40 years. Well, over 40 years. They're told the, the uh, so basically what the Tuskegee syphilis study uh, was, uh, it was a- uh, In a, real life. In this real is life. not Marvel lore. This is real life. This is real life. Uh, that they experimented unethically on African-Americans uh, as far as- uh, syphilis and about the natural progression of it. They were told they were going to get free health care and such, but what it truly was was a um, a study to go ahead and see the natural progression and there were a whole bunch of uh, um, not great stuff. And I'm trying my best not to go ahead and curse because it gets under my skin even talking about it. Um, but it, a, a lot of nasty things happened because of it. Uh, and the basis from that is what uh, influenced yeah. uh, a lot of the story concerning uh, uh, Isaiah Bradley, who was the black Captain America. Who was a black soldier yeah. in the U.S. Army. And those were the individuals that the government in the Marvel lore targeted mm -hmm. for a second super soldier serum right. experimentation. And I think, I mean, let's just dive into it. The reason that they chose black men for the Tuskegee uh, experiments and right. also black men for the super soldier serum right. was because they were expendable. Absolutely. Considered less than a person. Absolutely. It still was. Even after all the time concerning slavery, concerning World War II, all that, still considered less than and honestly, to a certain degree, still today in a lot of, lot of areas and such, if we're going to still keep it real. Um, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Experiment on them. Go for it. Do yeah. it. And uh, I, I don't remember the, the psychologist's name. She, she did the um, uh, eye color experiment on her uh, elementary school kids. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yeah, she's, I, I forgot her name as well. But uh, she's quoted as saying uh, uh, equality uh, between races is better than it was when I was a kid. But it's worse than it was 20 years ago. Yeah. Yes. Which is so, so sad for me to hear from someone who is so much involved in that. And like hearing about uh, Isaiah Bradley, which I, I'd never heard of before we play in this episode. Ah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm there with everyone else. It just it just I mean, I'm struggling not to curse because 
the reason I've never heard of him is because nobody wants anybody to know about the Tuskegee experiments. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. They, they don't they just don't want that out there. And that's just it should all come out. Everything should come out and they should let people have closure and knowledge and being able to just know. Yeah. Well, honestly, I think it speaks a lot to um, people not wanting to know the grimy parts of our history. Yeah. yeah. I think that one of the reasons I really like Isaiah Bradley, the black Captain America, right. is because it is so founded on U.S. history yes. with racism. I have this analysis on fantasy where I talk about the the strangeness of fantasy that allows us to experience real things from an arm's length where it isn't as painful to embrace the concepts. And so when we see a hero who has lost their family, if we've lost somebody close to us, it's easier for us to experience their grief than our own. And what Isaiah Bradley does is he gives us an example of how racism has been pervasive in U.S. history mm-hmm. and how we have Captain America, Steve Rogers, right. and everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. Absolutely. He's, you know, been a staple in the Marvel lore forever. He made it he, into the he's MCU. He's tier. Yeah. You compare everybody to him. Strength, morality, indestructibility. You go after him as your, top, as your tier. Yep. Absolutely. Matter of fact, there was a recent matter of fact, the Avengers comic that just came out this week, uh, where it had just a strange enough, uh, strange enough scene uh, in Avengers Mountain where uh, Thor and uh, Tony Stark were chilling in a hot tub together, and then two dudes, two dudes chilling in a hot tub, because <laughs> they're not gay. Right. <laughs> And, and Cap comes in uh, wanting to go ahead and go about what's the next mission, mission, what's coming up and everything. And then an argument breaks out between Thor and Iron Man. And Iron Man just goes, no, Iron Man, no, Thor starts starts talking to uh, Tony. And was like, you know, man, I, I appreciate you. Uh, uh, you. You know, out of all the Avengers, you know, the you are the, the, the one Avenger that, you know, I would count on, and Tony just stops and said, "No, we we know it's Cap. <laughs> we, yeah, we we all measure up against Cap." And Thor was like, "Yeah, you're right." And Iron Man was like, "Me too. We all would want Cap." <laughs> he right. was so say all that to say, Cap is the golden standard. You know, he just go ahead and hit your point as far as the morality. For, he's the measure. He's the measuring stick. And if we take a step back, yeah, look at their origins. Mm. In a lot of ways. Isaiah Bradley was not necessarily a volunteer. Nope. And in a lot of ways, Captain America definitely was a yes, volunteer. Hmm. And the the Marvel U.S. government. Can we can we go back real quick? Yeah. Hmm. So looking at this from the movie perspective, ah. Steve Rogers uh, was you know he he agreed to do it um, because of. Uh, the doctor coming to him. Doctor didn't really tell him what was happening. <laughs> yeah. But then the pretty woman is what convinced him to do it. What convinced Isaiah Bradley historically? Healthcare. Yep. How how just right. Unfair a juxtaposition is that? Totally. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That a pretty face or free health like what is convincing you to do something that's even in, at that level that's just so sad to me totally yeah. totally and then we have the experiment happens both are successful uh, they I don't know how many 
individuals they experimented on with the Steve Rogers round. Uh, gosh, I don't know. I have that number of time. Yeah, I don't think it was. <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling it may have just been him. <laughs> but I, I, I think it was less than 10. And, and then with Steve. Isaiah Bradley, it's a whole, whole, lot. whole lot. So we have all of these different contrasts. And then the Marvel U.S. government decides we're going to put Steve Rogers in front of the world. Yes. As an example of what the military ought to be, of mm-hmm. what America ought to be. That right? golden standard. That's right. And then the, the black man with the same abilities. They hide him. Let's hide him away. And here's something that was really like this is like the entire time I was doing research, Mm -hmm. I was growing more and more like tearful and just Mm -hmm. like how intense and deep this went. And then I read that um, Isaiah Bradley comes to the end of his life and has a a traumatic brain injury, which is reflective of Muhammad Muhammad Ali. Ali. That's right. And I remember the first time I ever was introduced to Isaiah Bradley was in I think it was around the time of Siege. Or something like ah, that. Okay. And it was showing this man, this black man with a loving wife and family, mm-hmm. living in a house. All he's doing is really just watching the TV. Yep. And the Avengers come in and they talk to him or try to, but he can't communicate. Right. And they ask the wife, who is this guy and why is he important? <laughs> and, and like the depth of like, like that's just such a devastating end that at the end of his life, he's done some really incredible things. Yes. And no one knows. And no yeah. one knows. No one knows. Well, actually, Which, not necessarily no one knows. Uh, well, what we know. We, yeah, we know, for <laughs> one. Um, uh, but also, in the Marvel Universe, the black community knows. Mm. His legend actually spreads, uh, and he's revered. Uh, in the black community in the Marvel Universe, everybody there know what he showed up at um, Black Panther and Storm's wedding, mm-hmm. and all the black characters knew. They absolutely knew. They revered him. They respected him. Um, but there was a the, Wolverine the, was Wolf, there. Wolverine was there. Wolverine didn't know who he was. It was like, well, who's this cat? And, and why is everybody? Yeah, that's also true. History. <laughs> that's a good point. Well, and there was it, other folks that everybody else did not know. <laughs> and the thought was, all of these individuals that I respect mm. have such reverence for this person. Mm-hmm. Who is this? Right. Right. And if we look at history, there are so many, like, I, I know frequently there are times when there will be somebody talking about systemic racism mm. and they mention the names of in, black individuals who have made great strides for humanity. Right. And as you go through the list, you raise your hand if you know anyone. And as soon as you don't recognize a name, you put it down. And by the end, there are only members of the black community who have their hands raised. Yeah. And even those, there are mm-hmm. times when there are individuals who have made great strides, mm-hmm. but the black community doesn't even know about That's that. That's true. You know, I like just like just some examples. Uh, I didn't even know Frederick Douglass ran for vice president of the United States mm-hmm. until this year. Mm-hmm. I should have learned that in third grade when I memorized the presidents and when we oh. talked about the importance of <laughs> Uh, of Congress and the uh, House of Representatives and the presidency. Not not to get too, too far off, a to- off topic, but you have to consider w- what textbooks we are given. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> what information is given to us throughout school and 
Now, for us in the black community, um, we've had to literally do our own education in finding out uh, a lot of the stuff that schools do not give. And not to go ahead and say it's completely the agenda. There's a whole lot of history that can never be <laughs> never be accounted for as far as several, several school. thousand years, I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah. You know, how are you going to boil that down? <laughs> as for, but, but the reality is it is also suspicious uh, uh, what things are left out. Mm-hmm. And for us in the black community, we've had to actually hunt down a lot of our own history. So, uh, Shane, can you share with us, because you, you have the greater awareness of who Isaiah Bradley is. Okay. Can you tell us just a few of the, like, real quick, the mm-hmm. things that he's done that have been really cool? Uh, gosh. It, honestly, one of the things that affected me is not necessarily his heroic thing, that things that he did in the comic. Is more the fact of having an awesome and successful marriage. Mm. Um, that support there, the way that that's depicted in um, America today, um, n- greatly needs adjusting. <laughs> um, where you have uh, few examples of great black marriages uh, in this world. We were talking before the thing uh, before uh, we began the, the cast as far as uh, you're saying Family Matters, Cosby Show. Um, it's not enough um, representation of what successful African-American marriages look like. And this the story with Isaiah Bradley and Faith, his wife, actually shows that, yes, there are successful black marriages that are out there. Um, so me, for me personally, that was actually one of the greater, greater heroic things out of that out of that book. Uh, when we have a culture uh, today that constantly bashes down on African-American community and that, you know, there's not there's absentee black fathers and uh, broken down um, homes because of black mothers. It's ridiculous. So for me, that's actually one of the bigger heroic things for me. Not anything, not any that type of action, anything happened in the comic. Well, I would say that um, both Steve Rogers and Isaiah Bradley would consider uh, living living and having a successful marriage a heroic thing to do. Mm-hmm. Especially given what we're given in the most recent MCU Avengers movie. Yes. And I think it's and, interesting to look at the Marvel Universe and especially the Avengers and ask yourself, like, who has a successful marriage in that group? <laughs> Tony had it for about five years. Well, (laughs) (laughs) current, present, present, present tense, present tense. (laughs) Sorry, I mean spoiler spoiler alert. I don't. Never mind. (laughs) If you haven't seen it by now, ladies and gentlemen, we absolutely apologize for that spoiler alert that we put out there. It's mild, but yet still spoiler-ish. Thank you for that. And now back to your regular scheduled program already in progress. Never stopped. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so yes, marriage. <laughs> yes, marriage. I was just trying to think of the Avengers. Who of the Avengers are married? And we talking movie or talking comic? Comic. Thor's married for a short time, right? Short time. But I don't think any of them are lifelong married. I want to have you back on later so we can talk about Thor. Oh, absolutely. When, when Jane was Thor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they weren't like Lady Thor. They Ooh. they didn't change anything. They were just like Thor. Thor. 
I actually enjoyed the hell out of mm, that. Yeah. It, 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 controversial. <laughs> well, so <laughs> was Isaiah Bradley, because yeah. everybody's like, why are you replacing Captain America? And, and they're like, we're not. Not replacing them. It's telling a different story. And they even, <laughs> they even played with the idea of Isaiah Bradley being an Elseworld type of story, right? And, and they made his story darker mm-hmm. when they redid it with uh, Luke Cage. Ah, yeah. Because Luke Cage needed money and so he went and on all these different drug trials mm-hmm. and all these people were trying to recreate the super soldier right. serum and he got you know a mixed cocktail of like 15 different ones just trying to pay his rent mm-hmm. and then he was suddenly indestructible yep and he's this like dark gritty character who is has a, a weird sense of morality and he's his wife has passed away and it's just like this crazy story arc but they had to make it dark and gritty mm-hmm when they redid it and I just well and at the wedding of Black Panther and Storm when yes. Wolverine says who is this guy yeah. Luke Cage turns to Wolverine and says he's the first me yep oh wow absolutely right. says that I mean j- just that reverence right there he's the first me I mean I would have loved to have actually heard how that conversation continued mm-hmm. to go ahead and I- I expound on that. And, and I, well, I, I actually, I thank the writers that they didn't hmm. because I think it gives us the place to, to discuss it more mm-hmm. because if they had continued for three sentences and then Wolverine said something offensive because he does. Yeah, that's and true. And it had ended. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Then we'd have, we, we'd have a, a space to stop, but it gave us an opening. <laughs> yeah. And that conversation, I could imagine continuing through most of the wedding, just like whispering. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so I'm going to plug a conversation that Shane had for mm-hmm. a video at Mayfield Counseling Centers. We'll put a link in the description. Yeah. Uh, and in that conversation, you're talking to your friend Dawn. Yes. And she says at one point, I know upon whose, whose shoulders I stand. Yes. And I think that's really what Luke Cage is talking to. Exactly. I know upon whose shoulders I stand. And being able to have reverence for those who have fought the good fight and who have pushed for not only my own people, right. but all people. Yes. Like that's the, I think those are the heroes that we can look at and say like, yeah, you really are a hero because you're not just fighting for your group, nope. your people, your family, for all. you're fighting for all. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Captain America was designed to be mm-hmm. of this is for all Americans. And even if you look back on some of the old propaganda magazines, there are very whitewashed comic strips mm-hmm. that talk about like, if you're talking about if, if you hear people making racist comments or sexist comments or things like this, that's not it's not patriotic, patriotic. That's mm. not American. And and so it's interesting, like I give credit where credit's due. And also it's important to recognize that that's not the full picture and that it's important that we have a black Captain America because yeah. white Captain America wasn't wasn't doing all that he could for the entire <coughs> group of Americans and that doesn't mean that we need a Captain America of every ethnic group no, definitely not but we need more representation I mean I would kind of actually enjoy like a Captain Planet yeah that's just like <laughs> Captain <laughs> Human Captain <laughs> Human it's just always <laughs> just all these different races all, all together <laughs> that would be really funny that would be thinking about that <laughs> Man, just like how it happened with with Isaiah Bradley. Sometimes the greatest ideas kick off with a joke. Right? (laughs) Now I'm sitting there thinking about, okay, what could that look like? (laughs) Hmm. 
a super being made of all of the races. Hmm. And then the response is, well, as long as he's human, he's all of the races. Right. right? That's like the, yeah. <laughs> that's weird. Man, and, and that's one of the biggest things as far as just kind of getting a side note as far as social cultural. That's one of the reasons why I would have loved, we're playing that trip up there to the yeah. school. Uh, as far as race is concerned, it's absolutely the wrong term. It's ethnicities. Ethnicities. <laughs> Say it with me, ladies and gentlemen. Ethnicities. 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 I got it. Ethnicities, yes. Well, you have race. There's only one race. Absolutely. The human race. Human race. Directly underneath that, you have ethnicities. But then also along ethnicities, we have culture. Yeah. (laughs) Which is different person to person. Absolutely it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Your your culture is based completely on your own experience. (laughs) Yeah. Very different. Well, Shane, thank you for being on the show. Ah. Um, for having me. Thank you, Marvel, for giving us Isaiah Bradley. Absolutely. Okay. We're grateful. Uh, oh, if you, it, it, actually, if I can go ahead and jump on it, it definitely didn't have, uh, it had a sad end for Elijah, uh, excuse me, Isaiah Bradley, but it had actually a cool end, uh, of course, to his life and such, but generationally it continued uh, with Josiah X, his son and then of course um, Elijah Bradley who eventually became a young Avenger himself. Mm-hmm. So Patriot, the, the, right? Yeah, Patriot. Absolutely. Well, the first, well, I don't know if he's the first Patriot, but he's Patriot. <laughs> um, and so there is a a decent, a good end to the story as far as what happened then and how they carried it on, which I'm thankful mm-hmm. for which they did. Yeah. Which the idea of knowing on whose shoulders you stand again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsor, uh, Petrie's Family Games. Yes. Uh, go support your local game store. If it's in Colorado Springs, support our local game store, yes. Petrie's Family Games. We love them over there, uh, and we would love to see you there. Absolutely. We'll catch you next week. Later.